Monday nights. Up late. Broadcasting from stolen land. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Highlighting DIY and autonomous politics music and subculture with a different theme each week. Good evening. Welcome to Halcyon Days, a show about living in the end times. I'm Mia. I'll be with you for the next hour, exploring how artists and writers have confronted ecological collapse through recent decades. We know that end times despair is far from a new experience. The particular iteration that plagues those of us organizing against colonial extractivism has been felt since its emergence with the Industrial Revolution and the acceleration of global imperialism. Here I acknowledge particularly the first peoples of this land, who have felt and survived many world endings since invasion. I am broadcasting from Wurundjeri Woiwurrung country, where John Batman tried to write a universe out of being with his so-called treaty in 1835. 3CR's content reaches across the continent, over lands and waters that have witnessed innumerable and unending efforts to erase Indigenous life worlds. I pay my respects to the warriors who fought and fight back, refusing apocalypse, resisting extinguishment, and fiercely continuing despite the colony's efforts to bring about their end. Given the focus and length of this show, I'll be surveying only recent decades, the 1980s onwards. I'll share music and words that have forefronted the threat of ecological collapse, defying ceaseless efforts by oil bosses and their buddies to keep it in the background. I want to trace a thread through the last 40 years, one that weaves through the fringe and sometimes into the centre of pop culture, that says, We're afraid. We're getting it wrong, and things must change. For this reason, this episode will shift focus from the underground somewhat, and the music you'll hear will span genres, including some artists that have achieved success in the commercial music industry. However compromised, the mainstream has been these artists' tool for speaking back, and tonight we'll glimpse what those efforts have looked like. You might hear something that rings true, or falls short, perhaps something that just feeds the frustration that keeps you in the underground. Wherever it lands, I just hope it's useful to you. There's always my rave episode from last month, available on the 3CR website, if you need a sharper edge. Right now you're hearing The Landscape is Changing by Depeche Mode, released in 1983. Even by the 1980s, climate chaos had been warned about for decades. In 1957, oceanographer Roger Ravel wrote, Human beings are now carrying out a large-scale geophysical experiment, 
1965, a US President's Advisory Committee panel warned that the greenhouse effect was a matter of real concern. The term global warming itself entered the public domain in 1975, when US scientist Wallace Broker put it in the title of a scientific paper. Still, that was 26 years after, at the centennial of the American oil industry in 1959, physicist Edward Teller warned America's oil bosses that burning fossil fuels could lead to global heating sufficient to melt the ice cap and submerge New York. Their knowledge only grew, and according to a former Exxon scientist, by the late 1970s, global warming was no longer speculative in those circles. A 1979 internal Exxon study warned of dramatic environmental effects before 2050. Of course, there was far from any incentive for these moguls to take action. Until, that is, the public started talking about it. By the end of the 1980s, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change had been formed, and Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher had warned the UN we're seeing a vast increase in the amount of carbon dioxide reaching the atmosphere. The result is that change in future is likely to be more fundamental and more widespread than anything we have known hitherto. The fossil fuel industry's response? Its PR apparatus swung into action, with an aim summarised in one 1991 memo to reposition global warming as theory, not fact. And on that ominous, if unsurprising, note, I'll pause the history lesson and share a poem from David Smith written in 1983. We'll then hear one more track from the 80s, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and roll on into the 90s, where if we're lucky, everything will start to turn around. Here's David Smith's The Purpose of the Chesapeake and Ohio Canal. Thick now, with sludge from the years of suburbs, with toys, fenders, wine bottles, tampons, skeletons of possums, and edged by blankets of leaves, jellied wrappers unshakably stuck to the scrub pines that somehow lift themselves from the mossed wall of blockstone headlined a hundred years back. This water is bruised as a shoe at Goodwill. Its brown goes nowhere, neither does it remain and elms bend over its heavy back like patient fans, dreamlessly. This is the death of hope's commerce, the death of cities blank as winter light, the death of people who are gone erratic and hopeless as summer's glittering water skimmers. Yet the two climbing that path like a single draft horse saw the heart of the water break open only minutes ago and the rainbow trout walked its tail as if the evening arranged an offering in an unimaginable room where plans inched ahead for the people. As if the trout always meant to hang from that chain, to be born through the last shades like a lure sent carefully, deviously, in the blue ache of air thickening in still streets and between brown walls. That was David Smith, The Purpose of the Chesapeake and Ohio Canal. Thanks for being here with me, in the mess, in the fear, in this moment. You're on 3CR 855 AM. I'm Mia. This is Halcyon Days, a show of satellite skies.
Here we are in the 90s with Massive Attack's Hymn of the Big Wheel. Perhaps a decade of optimism in relation to the climate. 1992 was the Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro, where governments agreed to the United Framework Convention on Climate Change. This included developed countries agreeing to return our emissions to 1990 levels. Before we ruminate too much on how it feels to hear that now... Here's my poetry offering for the 90s. It's a funny little public awareness ad that I came across on YouTube. Just the audio, obviously. If you'd like to see the 
possibly slightly creepy visuals that go along with it. You can have a look on YouTube for Global Warming Poem 1993. See how you go finding it. Next up, D Light's I Had a Dream I Was Falling Through a Hole in the Ozone Layer, the remix. Before we move on through to the 2000s, and I'll check back in then. I hope you're enjoying tonight's episode of Halcyon Days. You're on 3CR 855 AM with Mia. Every time you turn on a light, or turn the heating up at night, when you boil a kettle for tea, or run a bath, you use energy. CO2 gas escapes into the air and makes the greenhouse way up there. Not all of the heat that builds up can get out, and that's what global warming is all about. When I'm daddy's age or thereabouts, some places could start to storms and droughts. The sea might rise and animals die, and all be sad.
You're listening to Halcyon Days on 3CR 855 AM. Tonight's show is a tasting platter, a half-century in review, sampling music and poetry that grapples with the looming prospect of ecological collapse. We just heard from the Gorillas, 
Rasheen Murphy's Dear Miami is beneath me. It's the 2000s, and the fossil fuel spin machine is running at max. In 2004, BP hit on a winner, the carbon footprint calculator. In collaboration with public relations professionals Ogilvy and Mather, the second largest private oil company in the world, told us that we are in fact the problem, placing the messy, heavy, world-ending ball of climate collapse firmly in our court with a slick backhand volley. Forget their 18,700 gas and service stations worldwide. BP kindly informed us that it is our daily habits that are largely responsible for heating the globe. The next year, the US opted immediately out of the Kyoto Protocol, in which developed nations pledged to reduce emissions by an average of 5% in the ensuing seven years. Another year on, the Stern Review concluded that climate change could damage global GDP by up to 20% if left unchecked, where curbing it would cost about 1% of global GDP. Of course, what we're facing goes far, far beyond damages to GDP. It's difficult to comprehend, much more to express, though this is my aim with Halcyon Days, to create a shared glimpse of what's coming and steal our nerves. Here's a poem written in 2000 that goes a little way. It's Ruin and Beauty by Patricia Young. It's so quiet now the children have decided to stop being born. We raise our cups in an empty room. In this light, the curtains are transparent as gauze. Through the open window, we hear nothing. No airplane, no lawnmower, no siren, speeding its white pain through the city's traffic. There is no traffic. What remains is all that remains. The brick school at the Five Points crosswalk is drenched in morning glory. Its white flowers are trumpets festooning this coastal town. Will the eventual forest rise up and remember our footsteps? Already seedlings erupt through the cement. Crabgrass heaves through cracked marble. Already wolves come down from the hills to forage among us. We are like them now. Just another species looking to the stars and howling extinction. They say the body accepts any kind of sorrow that our ancestors lay down on their stomachs in school hallways. As children, they lay down, like matches waiting for a nuclear fire. It wasn't supposed to end like this. All ruin and beauty, vines water falling down a century's architecture. It wasn't supposed to end so quietly, without fanfare or fuss. A man and woman collecting rain in old coffee tins. Darling, the wars have been forgotten. These days, our quarrels are only with ourselves. Tonight, you sit on the edge of the bed, loosening your shoes. The act is soundless, without future weight. Should we name this failure? Should we wake to the regret at the end of time, doing what people have always done? and say it was not enough.
cup feminine libation My gosh, we raise you Please sympathize all the lies we raise you Please realize all the time, time. Femali energy Drink a couple quarters on my chorus Then I go up If I rule the world, money stacks for all my daughters Never ask for payment in the womb, times nine Now we see the blood on the street, times try Feminine energy, balance up the indestructible in the vaginal heaven in thine, heaven is mine. Spiritual, lyrical, mother sang, sweetest taboo, rickle kind. If I was astonished by the level of shame, feminine energy, energy rain. Intuition and ambition, intuition shine. Intuition and ambition running through my veins. Pour what the love, let the healing begin. The guns and the I beg you listen me. I beg you open your ears for any waiting that they say. Waiting that they talk. Now serious talk that they talk go. No beating anger ears speaking. Listen. In this world we deal, members say ya, one day go come, when we all go go, before long, we go meet Mama Godo. When we they meet Mama Godo, tell me, waiting, you go see. We the my life jam nation. You realize all the time we wasted. You realize all the pain we facing. Please pour a cup, feminine libation. My gosh, we raising. Please sympathize all the lies we raising. Please realize all the time. Female energy, one shot, two shot, three times sorrows. Carry all the weight of the world on your shoulders. Give a couple crowns to the woman who had bore us. Told us, focus, love and support us. Magical, umbilical, my universe is radical. Introduce the nation to embracing what is factual. Feminine energy, almost mathematical. You can't really sum up what is infinite and valuable. Feminine energy, balance up the indestructible in the vaginal heaven in thine. She sing a melody to pass the time. Give us her energy so she feel mine. If I was astonished by the level of shame. Feminine energy, never shame again. Rain, tamed, brain, praying. Intuition and ambition running through my veins. Pour out the love, let the healing begin. Gain, gain. The
songs from the 20 teens Little Dark Age by MGMT up the top Energy by Sampa the Great and Nadim Din Gabisi in the middle and Just Now Sea Gets Hotter from Duran Jones and The Indications What else happened during the 20 teens? Well, in 2012 we reached a record for the lowest summer ice cover in the Arctic since measurements began in 1979 2015 was the Paris Agreement and all the complexities that brought with it. I entered climate organising and immediately felt exhausted by it. At a writers' conference, Ursula Le Guin made her famous statement, We live in capitalism. Its power seems inescapable. So did the divine right of kings. Another great writer, Tony Spencer, shared something I'm not actually sure of when exactly. I tend to collect things in a scrapbook and my labelling system lets me down, but I'm going to ballpark it as somewhere in the 20 teens and share it with you now. It's called Turning Around of Things. Do I have faith that we can stop this environmental destruction? GMOs oil spills, species extinction, pollution and the ongoing destruction of wild lands? Do I have faith in this turnaround we all hope for? No. No. Really. How could I? How could I have faith that Quadria, Monsanto, the World Bank, BP, will stop what they're doing in time? In time for what? Exactly when, and which bits, and how much, and then what? I mean, really, how could I have faith in this actually changing? Do I have faith in destruction? In the gods and goddesses who lay the world bare? Bare Bare-breasted enough to remember love, Enough to split the world into pieces small enough to hold in our hands and marvel at its beauty. Do I have faith in endings? In full stops and finales? Or in thresholds and corners beyond which we can have no idea of what's to come? Do I have faith in mystery? The utterly unknowable quality 
of now and beyond. Oh, I do. I do. I do. This is my life raft. And as fracking, poverty and politics continue to rage and weep, to stomp and spit, I have faith in these two. You're listening to Halcyon Days on 3CR 855 AM. We leave the 20-teens behind, and here's a sampling of art from the 2020s. Underneath Me has been 17 Degrees by Whatever the Weather, a project of Lorraine James. Thanks for sticking with me. Let's see this thing out. I didn't do it I didn't do it But I knew that I did something wrong I didn't ask it I didn't plan it But I feel the ache in my heels when It's my fault, it's my fault, it's my fault the way I broke the earth, it's my fault, it's my fault, it's my fault the way I broke the earth, I At the risk of giving you all whiplash, I'd like to pivot from that gut-wrenching track, It's My Fault, from Anoni's recent release, My Back Was a Bridge for You to Cross, and finish on a hopeful note. Well, hopeful is too simple a word, I think, for what we have available to us here in the 2020s. The following missive, which accompanied the release of the welcome wagons, I Can Cross the Sea, back in 2020 captures something vital for this moment. The sense of struggle and how an ask can be a gift in our darkest moments. In many ways, after all these decades of dithering and with no sign of the necessary drastic reimagining, it is too late. The challenge at this moment is to release our attachment to outcomes or time frames, to fixing or preventing. The challenge is to see the door in front of us and pass through it, simply because we must. To try, simply because we must. Here are words from the welcome wagon, followed by I Can Cross the Sea, to finish the show. The moon grows full and fat, then diminishes again. A family finishes dinner, the clink of dishes in the sink, then gathers in the living room in front of the television to watch together. Next door, a widow watches the same show on her own set. You buy a horseshoe at the antique market. Later on, you're eating carrot sticks and searching for information on horseshoes. Does it hurt the horse when they nail it on? 
No, not if it's done correctly. And your internet goes out and is absent for the rest of the day. The emptiness. Long ago, you used to be so much younger. You never woke up in the night, gasping for breath, petrified. Well, wait, yes, you did. That night terrors thing in third grade. But now, sometimes, you're not sure you could say what life even is. You recall you've become unmoored like this before. Isn't it strange, the consolation contained in your previous moments of utter confusion and despair? There's precedent here. And after a length of time, sometimes an afternoon, sometimes a summer, you feel on top of it again. Got your bearings. Back at it. Yet the questions keep falling like leaves, sometimes flying right in your face. Does the rain have a father? Am I lovely? What are all these keys for? Why do the nations so furiously rage together? Tell me, Mama. Yet you can be sure of just one thing. Your very own broken heart is not just a mountain. It's a whole mountain range. Winding, wild, steep, indomitable, impassable, unsafe, jagged with... Look, it's a mountain range. That's what I'm telling you. You can't even understand a dandelion, let alone a mountain range, you know? And that's where you live, in the mountain range of your broken heart. Lost, lonely, drifting. Underneath a sky that's green and sick and drifting. The confusion like fog, or the fog of confusion, I don't know which. And then, then some innocent afternoon arrives. And there's a door you must walk through. Just one solitary door. Or a broomstick over which to jump. This broomstick, not another. Or you arrive at the shore of an enormous body of water, and it must be crossed. There's not another choice. And that's the gift. I don't mean that the journey you're about to undertake is a gift. No way, friend. The journey is a half a nightmare. There are monsters in there. Bad ones. The waves are canyons. Your little bark is a goner. No, the gift is that at least you know what is being asked of you. Finally, for a moment, life is reduced to one thing. This choice. This journey. This word to say, or not to say. This chance to forgive. This promise to keep. Or start keeping again. This is a song we wrote for people who have to cross great seas and bear great burdens. This is a song for people who are fighting the good fight. We love you, and we're rooting for you like crazy. I can cross the sea. Take 12.
I'll be 